Hi everyone, my name is Bernadette from SkepticTurnMystic.com. This show is about spiritual awakening, a place you can come if you feel like exploring the world of supernaturalism. I'm excited you're here. I've got so much to share with you, so get comfortable because we are starting right now. everybody from the United States of America. This is Bernadette from SkepticTurnMystic.com. I'm talking about etheric quartz today. But before I start, I know I have a younger audience in their early 20s. And I really want to get you started on listening to your intuition and trust your judgment as soon as possible. You can sample my book on Amazon. It's called Intuition is Your Superpower. It's short. You can probably read it in 45 minutes, to be honest. And the whole purpose is to get you to know that the shit you go through in life has meaning. It's not for nothing. I actually wish I was enlightened enough earlier in my youth as you are. The fact that you're listening to this and somehow found me on the internet is quite a synchronicity. All right, it's on Amazon. It's called Intuition is Your Superpower. And in this book, I talk about my father abandoned me and how it affected so many of my romantic relationships. And it's a book that I talk exclusively about how to use your intuition to get yourself out of your trauma and help you through your shadow work. So what are etheric courts? Etheric courts allow you to connect and tap into the energy of another person. So it's kind of like energetic feedback signal. Um, like for example, have you ever had the feeling that you know what someone is thinking or feeling? Maybe your partner or your best friend? It's usually because of the etheric cord. Um, and the, ter the term cord can describe a small rope or string. Umbilical cords are between a mother and a baby. So a connection between two bodies. After birth, the umbilical cord is cut, but an emotional etheric cord remains connected. So mother and baby are connected energetically. These are cords of attachment. These cords can be very thick or thin depending on the places, people, and things you come across with. The thicker the cord, the bigger the bond or the longer time period that you had had with this person or with the bond. For example, mother and child have a thick cord and someone you bump into at Starbucks have a way thinner etheric cord. A cord can pull your energy or give you energy. 
An energy vampire is what you call someone who is attaching a cord to you and pulling your energy out. The classic example is the salesperson or telemarketer who tries to kind of like hook you into making a purchase that you don't want to make. And like when you walk away, you feel kind of like affected or like invaded. And what else? Uh, so yes, a court and also uh, an energy court, an etheric court is between two people. It's a channel between you and another person where your energy and emotion flow without your conscious knowledge. We have seven primary chakras in our bodies. So chakras are considered energy centers that run from the bottom of your spine to the top. So it, it works like this. Your aura receives energy. Your chakras process the energy. Your meridians distribute the energy into your body. So men have a tendency to hold their chakras very strong in their root, sacral, and solar plexus. And women have the tendency to hold their chakras very strong in the third eye, uh, the throat, and crown chakra. And we always meet in the middle with the heart chakra. Like I said, the longer time you spend with somebody, the thicker the cord. So how's your relationship with your mother? How's your relationship with your toxic father? Just as our bodies contain genetic coding from our ancestors, our chakras, they contain unresolved cords from past family members. Often we find we repeat family patterns stretching back many generations. A parent here herself speaking to her young child in the same way her mother spoke to her. Can you be attached to pets? Absolutely. Pets are here to teach you unconditional love. Just because they poop on the carpet and they piss you off doesn't mean that they're not here to teach you about unconditional love, right? Um, and so how do you know if you have a negative cord attached or not? Okay, number one, if you cannot get them out of your head or you cannot stop thinking about them, it doesn't matter if you broke up years ago, months ago, this person keeps coming back into your head. They won't get out of your head and you feel kind of crazy. You're like, why Why can't I get this person out of my head? This person has been out of my life for five years and they were so toxic, but yet they are in my brain whether they are dead or alive. 
Number two is you have imaginary arguments with this person and it's almost always about past events. Uh, it's like you're going back to the drama. You're going, I would have said this. I should have said this. Man, I totally could have told this person off by saying this. It's like you imagine what you would have said or could have done, especially before you go to bed or when you wake up. That's how you know if you have a strong negative cord attachment, all right? The third one is you are stuck in a karmic relationship. A karmic relationship, you don't want to marry that person. It was hot and heavy at the beginning, and then it got really bad really quickly. Karmic relationships are hard to break away, and they're also highly codependent and needy. Thin cords are easy to detach. Thick cords require work, and just because we cut a cord doesn't mean it cannot reattach. You can stop thinking about a person for 10 years and you bump into the person and then your and then your cords re reattach. And the attachment can be trauma and not necessarily the person, right? When we don't do the healing that we need to do, the next relationship you get into, you find that they are also needy. So it's almost like you cannot get away from the dysfunction, the abuse, neglect, trauma, codependency, abandonment. It's almost always my empaths and healers that put themselves in that position of, I need to rescue this person. I can see their potential. Let me help you get to your potential. And then they get kicked, punched, and everything else. That's dysfunctional and you don't feel good enough to be able to put yourself in a positive, happy relationship because of the past trauma that you haven't dealt with. I will tell you, if it's a girl, you need to look at how you were raised by your father or lack thereof. And if it's a man, then you need to look at how you were raised by your mother or lack thereof. So you really got to look at how you were raised by the opposite sex parent because that will have a huge bearing on the type of person that you choose to date. So for instance, if your dad was a yelling alcoholic, you might date a yelling alcoholic because you see that as normal, even though logically, you know that is not normal. You do it because you know how to handle the trauma and the drama because you're used to it. Your dad showed you that was acceptable. Therefore, your dad set a very low standard, very low standard. So your job is to get into that better standard. And that means by bettering yourself and not the other person. If the other person can't see a problem within themselves, 
they will never change. So that's why I say change you, not them. The next one is that they appear in your dreams. Like all of a sudden, you're making out with, with this person and you're like, what the hell? I don't even want to have anything to do with you. Why am I dreaming that I'm making out with you? That's another sign that we have a strong court attachment. What I'm talking about is all shadow work. And this is all about working on you because you are the only person who's going to be able to call yourself out on your own crap. Nobody else is going to do it for you because if they do, you're not going to listen anyway. So it's your job to hold accountability for yourself. And that stuff is not easy, right? Let's say your stepdad showed you what a positive relationship is. You still have a dad abandonment issue, so you're still going to have to dive into that and learn how to forgive your dad uh, and learn how to forgive how your dad raised raised you. Don't look at don't look at it from your perspective. Look at it from the other person's perspective. Look at how your dad was raised because he probably doesn't know any better. So forgive him for his ignorance because again, nobody showed him how to love unconditionally. This is all shadow work. This stuff is not easy to do, but that's why I want to talk to you about how you can at least identify if you have these cords attached to someone that's negative. So we can learn how to slowly start walking away and start setting boundaries, putting some distance and getting ourselves in a place of allowance to have a positive, wonderful, loving relationship. All right, so that's number four. Number five, how, number five on how you know you have a negative attachment is when you feel drained all the freaking time and you've been to the doctor and your thyroid is fine and your vitamins are fine and everything's fine, but you, you're always tired. That's because you attach your heart to way too many people and those people are now taking advantage of you. You are drained because you don't have proper boundaries set up to be able to say, no, no, I cannot help you because I need to take time for me because I am exhausted. The biggest thing when it comes to feeling drained is to look for who is zapping your energy. Those are energy vampires. And if you are still associating yourself with energy vampires, those ain't your people. Those ain't your people because I'm going to tell you what. You give an inch, they take a mile, and that's why you go to bed pissy and angry because you're like, I help everybody else. And when I need a little ounce of help, I have nobody to turn to. 
Also, please note that energetic cords are not restricted by time or space, which means you can be connected to someone far away, even a person from your past or someone who is no longer living. So keep that in mind. All right, intuition is your superpower. I'll include the link in the description box. Bye, everyone. I will see you next week in a new episode. Bye for now.